What's up, everybody? We're back. It's the off season. Feels a little different. We haven't talked about a race in a couple weeks. Well, there hasn't been a race weekend for two weeks. Awkward, no? Is it more than two weeks? No, it's two weeks, right? Lewis lost I think two it's weeks like ago. Three weeks now. Is it three weeks? Yeah, bro. No, it's not. The last race was like the, was like the four, was like the fourteenth, wasn't it? The Abu Dhabi Grand Prix was December twelfth. Yeah. So so it was exactly. Two weeks. It'll be three weeks this weekend, yeah. yeah. So two weeks. weeks and change. Yeah, so we're back. Um, we didn't want to uh, be gone for too long. Obviously, the holidays. I hope everybody's staying safe. Hope everybody had a great Christmas. We're here to talk about Mr. Maximus. His name's probably not Maximus, but Mr. Max Verstappen. We're gonna do a little re- We're gonna do a little recap of pretty much everybody's year. The top four drivers will get their own dedicated pod. So Max, Lewis. Valtteri was third, then Checo, so they will get their own dedicated pod, and we'll do an episode on um, Charles and all of them as well. So we'll get a Ferrari, McLaren. This is segment one. We're talking about Max. So you're a big Lewis fan, Kurt. What are your first initial thoughts of Max's season before you dove through everything again? Wait, my first thoughts before I dove into it? Yeah, like, you, like season's end, in a vacuum, what were your thoughts on Max's season? Uh, I knew Max had... Drove a really stellar year. He had made really no mistakes up until um, the qualifying crash in Jeddah. But that was kind of where my head was at. I was like, Max drove a really good year. So just, just a, we'll have a conversation because we're kind of f- removed from it for a while. Do you find it was really a mistake or was it just he just pushed the car too fast to... Oh, to make the move. Yeah, he pushed it hard. It's a mistake. I mean... But I'm saying, like, do you really penalize him for that? Because he was trying to... His car obviously didn't have the pace, right? So I think he was just trying to push the car farther than it was supposed to be. Like, I, I, I find that it wasn't... It's a, it, for me, it's, I guess the right wording is it's an acceptable mistake because you tried to push the limits. Yeah. I mean, I don't look into it that much. It was Max drove a really good year. Up until then, really, you know, aside from the unluck or bad luck in Baku, it was a really good year. Baku, Silverstone, Hungary. We can talk about many unfortunate incidents. He also had that 11-second uh, pit stop in Monza. That's right. Which l- allowed him to uh, crash into his rival, Mr. Lewis Hamilton. So after you've done it, me and you have both went back and watched some races. You've m- mainly focused on Max and Lewis, so you may have a little bit more insight when I've looked at the whole grid. Um, what, what, what do you look back on his year? What are some memorable moments? Overall, what do you want to first start with? So... In lieu of this recording, I went and looked at every single race. And it's amazing how different I look at the races now as opposed to when I watched them at the start of the year. This season had, was supposed to like be the season that we had. Because right from Bahrain, that very, very first race, I mean, they Max and Lewis were side by side. And I think... Now, looking back at it, Max pushed the limits beyond, I would say, no one else on the on the grid pushed the limits as hard as he did this year. Yeah, so quick note. Is, ha, has, has the ending left a sour taste, or is this still a great season for you? Just a quick note. Uh, honestly, the ending puts a very very sour taste in my mouth but I try not to put the ending with this with with the, the season. rest of the season that's a yeah. good way to look at it 
Um, and you hit the nail on the head. I think what we, and I'm big on components on giving a driver a year to figure out the car and Checo obviously his first year in Red Bull, but there was a massive difference between Checo and Max. And Definitely. we all know how great of a driver Checo is, but it just shows you how special Max is. Um, his qualifying, I mean, he had what? 10 finishes, 10 poles. Yeah. He didn't finish. I mean, he pretty much finished in the top three. For qualifying, other than when he had double yellows, which he still finished second, right? So he would have been second there. And his engine penalty, where he didn't even race, like, he literally only finished one, two, or three pretty much every single qualifying. He, and we discussed this, is after rewatching it, I think he is literally the best peer racer in the game. Like, if you put one lap, I'm betting my life with Max Verstappen over Lewis Hamilton. That's just my opinion. Yeah, when you put him on a hot lap or a qualifying lap, I don't think there's anyone on the grid who's better. What this season has taught me about Max as well is, yes, he pushes it to the limits, but really, the amount of times he lunges into a turn and just sends it is crazy because he has no fear. Do you think... Like, I thought it was really at the end of the year where he was he had nothing to lose, but it's like all year he was making these very... I guess the word, uh, yeah, strong. Like, just strong moves, man. Do you think that, and we'll get back to your point quickly, if Lewis knew he'd be under the pressure he was, that he was towards the end of the year, he would have had his elbows out earlier? Because he really didn't get his elbows out until Silverstone. He would kind of concede to everything. Up until Silverstone, Max had won three straight. Yeah, and Max was also, like, lunging everywhere. Do you think Lewis just DNFs with him? Like... Because, you know, he pushed Lewis off quite a bit of times, like when you rewatch. And races. that's the thing. It's like, this didn't happen at the end of the year. Max was pushing Lewis in Everybody Portugal. Off. I mean, you just look. He always pushing everyone to the, to the brink. And it's like, Max came into the season so locked in that he knew that it was every race. Lewis came in chilling. Yeah, and, and it kind of brings back to the point that we had a discussion a while back is... I think Max never really felt the pressure because he was just r- racing himself, if that makes sense. He was racing to be the best racer, and he was locked in from day one. So I don't think the outside noise really affected him. I think he was so locked in on his goal that that's the only thing he was zoned into. It's crazy. Like, I'm looking at the Amelia GP, race number two. Yeah, Imola, and where he made that You that know, they're wheel dive. to wheel, and he pushes Lewis onto the curves. Well, it's re- just remember like, his start from third. He he took that was one of my most memorable moments looking back on it. He went from third to first off of that. Like he had a great start. Great start. You go into Portugal and it's the same thing. Max starts on second, loses in first. He takes the lunge into turn one and gets ahead of Lewis. I mean, Lewis ends up winning that race, but you just saw this from the beginning of the year. Max had all in his mind he knew that it was going to take everything lewis was coming in fresh off number seven dominated this era his teammate doesn't push him and in his you could you can see it now lewis was just chilling and that ultimately cost lewis a championship because max came in with a, a completely different level of driving that we've seen in this era like it was the most aggressive we've seen since maybe rossberg yeah, and so talking about that, um, he's made some great moves. He made some great overtakes. I'm a big fan of 
Max as just pure racer, not him as a personality. But do you have a most memorable moment? You saw, like, after recapping it, like, when we were like, wow, Max is really talented. I think going back to the first race of the year and watching Max come out the gate, yeah. now when I look back at it, he was destined to win this year. Yeah, He came out fighting and... He wasn't um, destined to win this year. I think he was just locked in. I, I hate when... I, I don't like the term destined. Like, but right... It wasn't... Obviously, the narrative built throughout the year. There's all the, the pressure. All Everything is rising. But... It all started race one. And race one, Max treated it as if it was race 22. That's what I got from it. Well, he was just locked in, bro. I mean, he knew it was going to take everything to beat Lewis because Lewis is so good that he can turn it in at the end of the year and still have a chance. Is it Lewis that good or is it the car? A little bit of both? You, you, Mercedes had the better car. I think that's unhappy. Yes, but Max also had a great car. You need a great car to win. I know, but Mercedes car is I just, better. That's why Mercedes is a constructor. Of course, champion. I just hate the, the knock that, oh, you know, I've, I've no just heard for Lewis years that Lewis is good because of his car. It's Lewis like, is not good because of his car, but his car allowed him to coast for the first half of the year. Of course. Um, that's how good the Mercedes car is, is. It allowed him to coast for the first half of the year. A mix with Lewis's talent. It's a mixture of both, but you just both. said that Max had a great car. So we have to also flip put it on the flip side that Lewis had a great car. Yeah. But we, we we both have come on put it on wax that Mercedes car is a better car than Red Bull. Definitely. It is year. a better car. And they also had to make adjustments because there were times uh throughout the start to the middle of the year where once the Red Bull got in front, there was no real catching it for Lewis. Yeah, I I just think that um those circuits with the with the mid-speed corners and all that stuff, those are so Red Bull dominant, like Zandvoort, all these different tracks like Mexico. It didn't look like a competition. It really didn't. And going going back and watching all the races, it's it you also have a new appreciation for some of these tracks. I mean, some of the banking, oh, some of the elevation. Zandvoort's really, like, my it, favorite, I think. It's and to be an F1 driver on some of these tracks, like you have to be Amazing. Which that's where bad drivers get exposed. Racing wise, which track would you want to race on? Not like for a historic. Like honestly, I think I love the elevation in Portugal. I think that's really. Yeah, I think Portugal's that's going to really be cool. so fun because you're going up and down, and there the elevation changes are are quite drastic. But also, I think racing wise, Silverstone is a racy track, man. I love Zandvoort's bend corners. Zandvoort's sick. Yeah, I, that's I, that, that's the one track I'd want to race on. But looking back on it. So I asked you earlier, but you didn't, we didn't get your answer. What was your favorite Max moment, like or most spectacular Max moment? What do you think was the best moment of his year? Not winning. I'm talking about like racing wise. Um, do you have a moment that sticks out to you? You know, there. Where was it? I'm trying to think now. Uh, where Max gets ahead of both Mercedes. They had the front row. Um, Mercedes had a front row lockout, and Max got ahead of both Lewis and Valtteri. Oh, you're talking about when uh, Valtteri didn't close off the side. Yes, it was Mexico. That was Mexico. Yes, that is, it was 1-2, and Max lunges into turn one. Yep. Crazy. That was a great, I mean, that, I, I, I honestly don't think, that, I, I just think that was Valtteri just being bad. I attribute that more to Valtteri just not closing off. The, you know what I mean? Like, I, my, listen, my favorite Max moment was his qualifying lap in Jeddah. I don't care if you messed it up. 
It just showed how special. Yeah, that was is. that was special. I think another most memorable moment for me with Max this season was the Dutch Grand Prix when he crosses the finish line. Tiesto's waving the flag and it lights up with fireworks. Like, Isn't that orange smoke? It was orange smoke and then all the fireworks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Simultaneously, as he crossed the line, the fireworks went off. And he had just won, I think, in uh, it would have been Spa the weekend before, which is where he was born. But that, he didn't really win that because they canceled the race. But yeah. he had all this momentum um, coming out of the Dutch GP. And, you know, multiple times I, when going through everything is there's so many times during a safety car or the start of a race, Max overtakes Lewis. That yep. happens so many times. So many times. Restart or Lou, Max is so good with, I think it's just racing instinct. Yeah, like, so it happened in Imola. I'm pretty sure it happened in Portugal as well during the safety car restart. Mm-hmm. Um, restart, Max lunges into turn one and gets ahead of Lewis. Yeah. That was Portugal, yeah. So it's like, there's a lot of, there's a lot of times where you just look at it and it was like, Max was just better. Like it's it, you can't take anything away from his championship. The way it wa- was won, if it was one game, we'd have, be having a conversation. But he's he put it on the line for twenty two races. Put on he put on the li- like when you think about everything as well. Um, obviously, if his tire doesn't blow in Baku, like Max was spectacular, and Max literally did not finish less than one or two without any damage to his car. He had three mm-hmm. DNFs, so he had two crashes, mm-hmm. right? He had Baku, and uh, he had um, Silverstone. Mm-hmm. Did he have another incident? I think he had one more. Silverstone crash. Baku finished, obviously, yeah, retired. And, uh, and then he didn't have another DNF. Monza, sorry, Monza. Well, so those Monza's are his three. They, those are his yes. three DNFs. And then he had obviously damaged bodywork in Hungary. Other than that, eighteen out of twenty-two races, he finished one or two. That isn't a spectacular feat. Like he, he literally. Pretty much finished on the podium one two if he had no damage to his car. If his you car look made at the it whole up, year, outside of um, when you look at their teammates, both Checo and Bottas, Checo and Bottas only won one race each. Yeah, but Checo was actually a force. Of course. Like here's the thing, right? And we'll talk about them later. Is like as you watch it, you just see Checo fighting through the field, and every single time I'm typing out, Bottas is struggling to pass the same position. He only passes there's, during a There's pit. definitely dedicated Lewis and Valtteri pod coming and Checo. But yeah, um, it was very tough just watching that um, through it all. And it also feels that um, any races that Lewis won at the beginning of the year is because they really struggled with grip. I, I know you watch like the, the shorter highlights and I watched a lot more of it. But when I did a dive into it, like even Portugal when Lewis won, Max really um, struggled with grip in qualifying three. And he struggled with grip because he, he slipped off the track and stuff like that. So, it, it, I don't know, man. Like, I would love to actually... I, w- I would love to look at analytics in terms of what they get to look at and look at how far Max actually pushed the car onto the edge. Because you know how they have different analytics they, than we have. And on top of that, just from a strategy guide, you look at the strategy this year, Red Bull won the strategy. I think of the French Grand Prix and how many times it's just been... Mercedes has done this to Red Bull so many years that Red Bull... I don't think it was that. Red Bull was just like, we're not going to lose to Mercedes' strategy. Do you know why? It goes back to one man. Valtteri Bottas was not there to fight at at any of them. But for example, let's take the French GP. Red Bull committed to a two-stop. Mercedes stayed on the one-stop. Lewis Hamilton loses that race on lap 52 of 53. 
Because his tires just ran out. Yeah, but where was Valtteri? Well, of course. <laughs> it was a t- Lewis was fighting both Red Bulls. Yeah, that that's race. because, um, and then that's the, the race where Valtteri got really mad and said, I told you you should have been a two-star. Yeah, so I was like, where was Valtteri? Like, that, the, that's the argument, right? Like, I, it's it's hard to say. I, I know that this is a Max episode, but I don't think Valtteri was there, bro. Like, but Red Bull strategy was great this year. Like, I mean, it, it put, the end of the year summed up everything. Mercedes was confident they had the better equipment. Red Bull threw out all the stops when they had Checo, um, was it give Max a toe? Yeah. How Checo held up Lewis. They just had were better strategy wise. And, you know, I, I just, I even can't. In, even in the Austrian GP, um, the team let Valtteri pass Lewis to go chase Max. And there was just no chance. Yeah. and Like Max was so much better. And, and we saw what Checo did to Hamilton, but. Anytime you put Bottas, it was a few times throughout the year where Bottas was put in a position where he had to slow down Max, and Max got past him so easy. Yeah, it, it, it looked like taking a kit. And that's the thing. It's like we talk about the car. Bottas has been in this car for so many years. It's a Mercedes. And at times, Bottas couldn't get past bad drivers, and he couldn't, and Max would go back past him so easily. Yeah, but I think the difference is... is um you know, there's levels to it, right? You can have a great car, but you're not, he's not half the driver Max's or Lewis's, right? Like that, that that's where I'm kind of different. And that's that. where you have to have the mix of both. You have to have a mix of both, but you can't do one without the other. Like, he's like the only person that, that arguably has really done that and been a world champion, not only, but in recent memory was Michael and uh, Alonzo. They took cars that were a lot more under underwhelming and actually became world champions. So let's go through his dominant phase. So Styria, France. France, Austria. France was a competition. Styria and Asturian. Is that the, the way Styrian GP was a snooze, snooze fest. Max got out ahead and the race was over. And Austria was kind of the same thing. I mean, it was closer though because Mercedes actually got, got, a, got a way to kind of... But that's where Lewis got damaged to his front wing, I think. Yeah, Lewis had and he damage. fourth. Yeah, but I mean... He was just dominant that time, right? There was no question. Like, I literally thought it was over. Like, we, we were sitting there like, okay, that's three in a row. And everybody was like, okay, we'll find out what Lewis is made out of in Silverstone. Yeah, like Silverstone is a turning point, which it obviously was. Yeah. But he had just come off three straight victories. He looked like Lewis had no nothing. Silverstone do. happened. Hungary happened right after that. Max, he announced for two, two races, basically. And I mean... You got to think about this. Prior to that, so Baku, he had the the DNF. Monaco, Max uh, wins. Like, Lewis had not won since what? Spain? Yeah, I mean, he was waiting on his 100th victory, bro. That was that was 90. He was sitting on 99 for quite a while, right? And I mean, he didn't get number 100 till way later in the Russian Grand Prix. Yeah. Uh, sorry, Silverstone was 99, wasn't it? Silverstone was 99. And yeah. That, that was 100. So, um, but you got to talk about Max in the sprint race. Like, his start was unbelievable. It's crazy because later in the year, his that's again, like you saw Lewis's starts. Incredible at the end of the year. But at the start, I mean, Max's starts were so great. The amount of times he would, it didn't matter if Max was on first, second, or third. 
he would end up in first after turn one. Yeah, that sprint race, Mac, Lewis was not catching Max. That, 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 that was like... And that's where you started to really get worried. Yeah, I, I don't know if... If Silverstone doesn't happen, the incident, I think this is a lot more boring of a season than we thought, than, than what we got. Because remember, that DNF in Sochi gave Lewis a lifeline, obviously 33 point. Um, that was a 25 point swing. Or you can argue more because Max got zero points, right? Where? In Silverstone. Silverstone. So it wasn't yeah. really a 25 point swing in a race. Essentially, it was more than that because it was a free race for Lewis. But that was a big turning point, man. And in theory, Baku is another free race. It's another free race, man. Lewis had all these free races. So, um, but we'll keep moving on. So, Hungary, he gets hit. He still put up a brilliant thing, a brilliant fight. He, Hungary, he still made his way up, eh? Still got his way up to ninth. Yo, Potash crashed into both Red Bulls. Yeah, he did. Um, <laughs> Max the best, <laughs> best thing Vatas did all year, and it still didn't matter because um, Max still finished in 10th. He finished ninth, I think. Oh, yeah, he? because of. Um, uh, I don't Sebastian Vettel. I just, yeah, I know he finished ninth. Um, but, you know, he still got himself some points, damaged body work. But he still went from 20th because he took a safety car. And uh, he shouldn't have because they red flagged the race. But he started at the back of the grid on the restart. And he still made his way up. And then we had Belgium. Belgium was special, man. I mean, the qualifying, Spa, it, it, it was a special qualifying. I have such a bitter taste from Spa this year. Just because. You shouldn't, though. I mean. Obviously, great. Georgie gets his podium, but like, but you saw some special laps, like Lando put in a special honestly, lap. Honestly, I don't think there should have been any points awarded. I mean, you know that FIA, bro. We saw they're all about money and entertainment, bro. You have to do the, a little bit of both. Uh, Zandvoort was a snooze fest for most people, even though yeah, I enjoyed Max it. Max Ampol gets a great start, destroys just, everybody. It, it, I mean, it was his home race with Tiesto. Like, it was unreal. So let's talk about Monza. Monza was an interesting one. Yo, Ricardo had an incredible start and gets ahead of Max. Yeah, but Merck had a front row lockout and they lost it. Where, Monza? In the sprint. Oh, we're talking, yeah, the sprint. <laughs> so let's talk about that first, right? So Merck had the lockout. Valtteri had a 4.2 Ma- on the start, 0 to 200. I think Max had a 4. Point, uh, I think it was a 4.9. And Lewis had a, point, a 5.2. It just shows you how locked in Max was. And he then obviously da- race. Danny, yeah, sprint race, you know, finishes one, two. Uh, Valtteri finishes one. Max finishes two. Still another great display by Max. Then Danny Rick passes him, but Max has the unfortunate pit. Which Where puts him it's 11 him. seconds. It's 11 second but pit. But remember, Max has the 11 seconds. He comes out. Lewis then pits right after. Lewis's pit is like 4.2. Yeah, Mercedes messed up. He comes out. Lando's just ahead of Lewis. Lewis is ahead of Max. Was that Lando or was that Danny? It was Lando. It was Lando, okay. Um, But I will say this. Lewis made a great move on Lando, but then he went off circuit because of Max. It's crazy. In a span of, what, half a minute, Max goes into the pit, 11 seconds. Lewis gets ahead of Lando. No, no, this was at the start. Oh, the start. Remember the start yeah, of that overtake, and then he went off track. Yeah. So that's what gave him up into, what was he, fourth or fifth most of that race? But that was a great move by him. But, yeah, I mean, that was crazy. Like, I was really mad during Monza, but Max knew if Lewis got away, it was game over. That circuit is Mercedes' favorite. It was heavily. just funny because 
as Max is on top of Lewis, he's like, well, that's what happens when you don't leave me any space. It's like, look who's talking. <laughs> yeah, he doesn't <laughs> leave anybody space, right? He doesn't <laughs> the leave. The amount of times, though, I saw Max, and that's it. Like, he raced with, he gave zero Fs, like, always pushing it to the furthest edge. And he, he Whether it was dangerous, uh, like, it didn't matter. Like, Max just went for it. It's kind of like Ayrton. You know, that's Lewis's inspiration is Ayrton Senna, but Max was very reminiscent. Who is Max's year. idol? Does he Has he gone on record? Is it is his father? Racing idol? I mean, I'm going to just spec, like assume it's his dad. I don't know who else it would be. Yeah, I mean, when you think about it, your dad is an F1 racer. Not a, not a bad one. Uh, when I did a little dive into Joss, people say he was one of the best drivers there. He just never had the equipment. So, I mean, if he transferred those skills to his son and the son is in the equipment, you get a world champion, right? Um, anything else you wanted to kind of dive into Monza? Monza was kind of, Max had a great sprint, knew he was going to lose to Lewis, and that was it. <laughs> you know, <laughs> so it um, DNF. the tr- track that really pissed me off this year was the undercut at Austin. That was... Um, okay, hang on, hang on. Let's talk about Sochi first. Sochi was... Whatever, like it worked for Mercedes. They changed the tires. Oh no, 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 we're talking about Max. He made his way from twentieth to second. He had yeah. a little. He had a little help. So let's let's not let's not make this whole narrative that Max didn't get uh, unlucky the whole season. He got very lucky with there because he would have finished in like eighth or ninth. He started last. He finished second. He got a blessing about the rain. From the, the rain go- was perfect. The rain blessed him because that was crazy to see Lewis. On the podium, and then Max next to him. It's like, how the hell did Max end that up? That would have been like, I think, a 15, probably around a 15 point difference. Because, I mean, I don't know if Lewis catches Lando, but he would have finished with 19 points because he's fastest lap. I've, no, I Max had the fastest lap. I remember, lap. like, that race in Russia, Hamilton started either fourth or fifth. So um, it wasn't like Hamilton started. Yeah, but that doesn't matter. So that doesn't matter. I, w- what I'm saying is that. Lewis was second, Lando was first, and Max was in like eighth or seventh. And that's what the way the race should have finished. And then the gods, racing gods said, here's a gift to you, Max Verstappen. Let's curse Lando Norris and let's give Max a second place finish. That cuts at least what? There was a seven point difference. That would have been a 15 point difference or so. It was. So that, that was a big turning point in the season as well. I just want to point that out because we got to put it on wax. Like Max had some luck too. He had a lot more bad luck, but he also had some good luck. He made a beautiful overtake on Bottas. Do you remember that? Did you get a chance to see that in your review? Where, in Russia? Yeah, he made a beautiful overtake on Bottas. And Bottas was on fresh tires. Yeah, because so. Bottas was, yeah. I, I was so that. angry about that because Bottas took a penalty grid. Uh, he took a penalty as well on that grid. And he should have held up Max. But Max just went on the outside and then went on the inside and made him look, embar- made him look embarrassed. So it was, it was a good race. But overall, it is what it is. Um... Turkey, you really want to talk about Turkey? Valtteri won, had a good start, started on pole. There was nothing, like Max, Max finished second, Max right? drove a steady race, yeah. Yeah. Drove a steady race, nothing really crazy to talk about there. Let's talk about Austin. I mean, that was a big turning point in the whole season. So the problem with Austin is, I think the undercut's just not fair. Why? Because Lewis should have won that race. But why? Um, Lewis gets ahead of Max, and then Max pushes him wide into turn one. Just yeah. think about that. It's another example of now Lewis was locked in. Brilliant start is ahead of him. And then Max pushes him wide. But didn't he have the racing line? Um, 
He was a little wide, but a little bit wide. But he but had then, the racing um, line. So Who gets ahead of and, him? But then Max gets ahead with the undercut. And, yeah, and that was and that was it. But the best part about Austin was, I mean, Lewis fought all the way back, but ultimately ran out of time. Yeah, I mean, Austin's. Why is the if, undercut? If you don't look at the but, undercut. But isn't that Mercedes's fault though? Like Max, Max put in a hell of an outlap. They both had pretty like. When you look at Lewis's pit, you're like, oh, he's going to be fine. And then Max comes out ahead of him. Yeah, and then he, they also they ran a double stop. They both pitted again at 38. Yeah. And um, Mick Schumacher kind of holds up Max a little bit towards the end. Yeah, d- didn't they have a... Lewis had a double stop where they... Yeah, he did. He, he, he chased Max after and 10 laps. And then he laps. chased him with, yeah, 10 laps to go. No, no, I think he had about 16 laps to go or whatever it was. But he had tires that were about nine to ten laps fresher, and he did do an incredible job, caught all the way up, but ran out of time. So let, let's talk about that. Um, I think Max just drove a hell of a race because Lewis never got within a second of him well, till like Mick, the last lap. Mick slowed slowed Max when Max should have just gone right past him, and there. And I just remember Max coming on the radio and being like, "What the hell is he doing?" Tell Michael to let, like, to there's double blues, double blues being waved or whatever. Yeah, and then. All of a sudden, you see Lewis behind Max. They're into DRS, but Max held off. Lewis was sitting in that, like, one to two second range for a lot. Like, I think, like, six or seven laps. Like, I expected him to make a move a lot sooner. But Max, Max drove a hell of a race, man. Like, Kota, when you think about it, probably Mercedes should have won that race. Yeah, it's been Lewis dominant forever. Yeah, and he, Max just... Man, I, I think that what we can both say about this episode is Max just keeps having a beautiful drive. Every single drive, except his Jeddah um, qualifying lap, was pretty much spotless. And you know, that that's saying a lot because he takes such risky moves. But maybe just because he has his elbows out farther than anybody else. And nobody yeah. wants to take their elbows out as far as Max does. And really, from Austin, that's when things swing and Lewis just goes to a, a completely different level. Well, Mexico, he just got obviously. Dominated. Mexico was not fair. His Red Bull Lewis, favored heavily. I mean, was I don't know what thirty seconds. I don't know. It wasn't even close. Mexico is is a very. I just remember Lewis track. being behind Max, and he's like, "I can't keep up with these guys." And Max killed it. They win in Mexico. Checo gets his podium. It's just at this point, you're you're almost crying as a Mercedes fan because everything is going Red Bull's way, and then Brazil, obviously. There'll be a whole pod with Lewis, and we can talk about Brazil. But um, from there on, you kind of see things swinging again. Lewis wins, what, three straight? Yeah. But you got to say this, though. For every, like, Brazil, Jeddah, and majority of Saudi, Max had no chance of even being in those races, I think. Like, his car... Like, Checo had no chance Brazil, of being in those races. Brazil, Qatar, Jeddah. That's what I'm saying. Sorry, yeah. Brazil... Qatar and Jeddah. I think if it's Qatar any other was driver, like literally a snooze fest. Lewis wins max second. Uh, but I think if anybody else is in those races, they're not even close to Lewis. Do you know what I mean? Like if they're in those Red Bull cars, they don't even compete because those tracks were so heavily Mercedes favored, and it's not even close. It's kind of like you know how Lewis put a thirty second gap between. I mean, Max put a thirty second gap in Mexico. I think Lewis should have had a bigger gap in those races. Obviously not Brazil because he had all the things go wrong with him. But if Lewis didn't have all those things all wrong and he wasn't up by 30, 40 seconds because the track was so 
uh, Mercedes favorite, I'd be shocked. Because as soon as he got away from Max in those races, it wasn't even close, right? You know, and really, I mean, I don't want to talk about Jeddah because it was just a disaster of a race. Jeddah was an interesting race. But... Unless you want to, but I was going to go to Abu Dhabi to close. Um, we could talk about it a little bit. Why was it a disaster? I mean, obviously Lewis wins, great, but there were just so many flags. There was, again, the FIA played, you know, you yellow flag, mixed crash, then you red flag it. Obviously, Max gets the better tires there. It, it, I just felt like there was just so much... Again, Jeddah was an FIA race. Uh, see, I disagree with you, man. Even I, though it worked for Lewis, I, I think I think there's like parts of Jeddah that were like questionable. But Abu Dhabi is just like there's no there's no debating it. Of course, Abu Dhabi was a complete disaster. Jeddah, Jeddah's yellow flag to red flag makes sense, bro. Like that area, it did make sense. It makes sense. So should they have thrown the red flag quicker? Maybe. But that's my point there. But it's not like they broke clear rules, right? And also, Jadal, like, what pissed me off is you've got Michael Massey coming on and saying to Christian, like, I'm going to offer you this position. And it was just like, again, the FIA was just so. I hear you. I hear you. Weird. But this is a max appreciation episode. It so. is. It's a max appreciation. So, but how well did he drive in Jadal? He drove really well, I would say. He did. I mean, all things considered, Hamilton Bottas had a front row start, and of he course, made his Bottas way up. Didn't finish second, and and you know what? He he was still competitive, and like I said two minutes ago, his car had no business being there. Jadal was very Mercedes favored, exactly. So obviously Abu Dhabi, and um, you know we said what did Max do wrong? I don't know. Like when you look at the start of Abu Dhabi, was that? a mistake by Max like not getting off to a great start because Lewis, Lewis comes had out a four, with the best Lewis start had, ever. Yeah, Lewis's start was exceptional. Max It was exceptional. But wait, wait, the, see, you can't you can't twist those two. Lewis had an exceptional start. Max didn't have a bad start, did he? He didn't. He had a good start, but Lewis, Lewis had, had probably the best it, reaction time of the season. Exactly. Lewis had uh ex, probably the fastest reaction time of the season. So we can't twist those two up. We can't build a narrative that Max had a bad start. And he didn't make another, a mistake. And it was another, I mean, pre-start of Abu Dhabi. Like, Max drives another perfect qualifying. His qualifying laps are a thing of beauty. And, like, Lewis had, couldn't answer to his qualifying. So, going into Abu Dhabi, I was like, it's a wrap. Like, Max is going to win the championship. And then, um, obviously, start of the race, Lewis gets ahead. And... And then the rest is history. But <laughs> l- 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 let's put it out. Let's, let's put this out there, though. He still did drive. I mean, his car had no had. It didn't have the pace there. Race pace at qualifying pace. We didn't have race pace. He stuck in there and he took his opportunity when it came, bro. So I That's can't it. even hate on him. Abu Dhabi. But he also had Checo. Yeah, he had- Checo, who uh, teammate of the year, the teammate that Lewis needed. So let me ask you this. Looking back at Checo, was that dangerous driving? I mean, I think it was because Checo had nothing to lose. It was it, when you rewatch it, it's pretty dangerous. Like, listen, he was stopping his car in the middle. At, of at a first, corner. I was like, why didn't Lewis pass him so easy? Lewis, because of Max's incredible year, Lewis had the most to lose 
pretty much every race down the stretch. So he had to be super cautious. Yeah, but it was definitely dangerous driving. Definitely. I will definitely say that. Um, but no, um, yeah, it was, he still had a really good race, man. I, I don't think he had any business even being in that race. The Mercedes car is that much faster. It is. But now, On that when circuit. we look at this entire season, and you look at how well Max drove, it definitely, definitely, like, it's, I can't just sit here and say it's going to be a Lewis Revenge Tour. No, it is going to be a Lewis Revenge Tour. I, th- I think you're crazy for not thinking that. You can't underestimate the qualifying that Max will continue to out-qualify Lewis. Hey, listen, we'll talk about Lewis in another pod. Let's talk about Max only. So you, th- so your next, your upcoming predictions is Max is 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 fighting for the world championship. You I think, think it's um, competitive. I don't think, I don't think whoever wins is going to be a landslide. It's going to. I really think we're going to have this repeated. I think you're crazy. But so, um, what is your prediction for Max next year? One or two? <laughs> One or two? Obviously two. Oh, uh, two. Okay. You don't think George has a chance? Um, I think George is going to just take, need the time to figure things out. You think, you don't think George fights with Max for number two? You think he's like a distant number three? I think George is a lock for three. And that, no, I'm saying is he a distant number three or is he at least within striking range within six races? Is he like 40 or 50 points within in six races? I think, um, he's not in striking distance. Okay. So Max is, Max and Lewis are... A whole tier above everybody. I think Max and Lewis run it back like this year. I think you're crazy. I I really don't think Merce- I think Mercedes is gonna is is come up with a car that's gonna blister everybody on. Th- uh, on Obviously, the I would love that, but no, you wouldn't, because then it would be boring. <laughs> I mean, of course, but I'd be happy if Lewis had an easy eight. Then I'm happy. Well, then unless break. George has something to say about that. Yeah, unless George has something to say. <laughs> George but, might have something. to you say. You know, ultimately, what I saw from Max, and especially now going back and watching it. A very special talent. What do you give a season out of 10? Oh, my God. Uh, okay. I'm going to give my rating FIA removed. <laughs> FIA removed. F- FIA removed. You can't control that. That's FIA. Exactly. So, I take away the FIA. It's 10 out of 10, bro. I can't give him a 10. He wasn't perfect. Oh, oh, I was giving the whole season. No. Oh, what just max. Gi- what are you giving max? Oh. He's, um, you know, I don't want to give no round numbers then. I'm going to say... You can give him a 9.8. Give him whatever yeah. you feel like it. I think I'm going to give Max on the year, I guess, a 9.6. I'm giving him a 9.3. Yeah. Because I'm giving him a 9.3 because um, his temper kind of got him at some points, like Monza. Mm-hmm. Right? That might have been to his advantage. It might not have been. Um, obviously, he, I don't think Jadal was like a real mistake. I think, obviously, he pushed the, limit, the car too far. He had that little hiccup. He had his double yellow flag. So I can't give him a 9.6 is like you made one mistake all year. Yeah. He made, he made a couple mistakes, but like not Very big minor, mistakes. Yeah. So I'm giving him a 9.3. Um, he, he had a spectacular year, man. I am not a Max fan at all, but you have to appreciate the greatness. He looked unbelievable on the track for 90% of the year. 90, he looked amazing in a car that. Pushed to a limit that that car should never even got to. Up until like the last six races, up until like I want to say Qatar of Brazil, Max literally looked like the best driver up until Brazil. 
Give me like, is if there it, another if race? It, and if it wasn't for Lewis's like heroic Brazilian race, yeah, like it was over. So think about this, right? Did, was there another part of the year where you thought Lewis was at, like looking back on it? I know at the time you're a Lewis fan, you didn't see it, but looking back on it, is there first a time? half of the year up until Silverstone? It was all Max. I feel Lewis like. was not at in Max's stratosphere. No, we're so close. like, what, what? When did Lewis feel like he was in the stratosphere? Was it Brazil? Was it Cota? Was it Turkey? Where was Cota? It? You saw kind of building, and obviously, um, he he finished second. But I think it was definitely Brazil. Brazil, everything's going against Lewis. He starts last. That's when you felt like race. we got Lewis. Like Lewis was just. So we'll special. save the rest. I just want to say, so you want to say Max was the best driver? Up until Brazil. Up until Brazil. Like, yeah. clear cut, it was Max dominant. Yeah, Brazil's when things really changed. Th- th- that's what I think, too. I don't think there was a question of... Because after Silverstone, Lewis wasn't better. Yeah, I, 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 w- I was pretty much very confident in saying the race, it was over, because Max looked that much better of a driver all year. Hey, man, Mr. Max Verstappen. I gotta, before we close on this... I do want to just get on record now that we've seen it so many times. Do you think, um, do you think the Silverstone crash was a racing incident? No. Lewis pushed him wide. Lewis pushed him wide. Lewis could have hugged the corner. What do you think? I think you're right. Lewis just did it a lot more subtle than the way Max does it. Lewis was just doing what Max did to him. It was fair. To me, it's fair because Max did it to him. Yeah. I'm not saying Lewis is dirty, but Lewis intentionally said, but you're going to run me wide, so I'm going to run find, you wide. When I look at Silverstone, the incident happened within the racing lines. That's where, for me, it was like... No, but Max... They should just let that but, one But go. here's the difference. Max runs the race, runs his racing line, and he pushes the racing line to the limit. So, like, that, that I think that's the difference you're seeing is that Max will literally take... He's like, this is the racing line, and this is the end of the racing line. I will literally put my car to the edge of that. Lewis doesn't really do that. He kind of puts it kind of on the racing line, but kind of like that's what Silverstone was to me. Like he was like, if Max is off the racing line by 100%, like to his maximum, Lewis will only push it by 50 or 60%. Because you got to look at the space. The reality is Max didn't want to yield space and Lewis didn't go all the way to the corner. Yeah. To the apex. Fair. Um, We didn't, the last kudos I want to give to Max is at Abu Dhabi because of course, it was kind of strange that Lewis was wa- like wide, but no one anticipated Max to lunge that early. It's a great move by him. He made a great move, and it was another reason. It's like shit. Like, of course, Max on the better tires, but he made a move again when no one else thought he would do it, and he lunged so last minute and still managed to keep his car on the track. If uh, if that doesn't happen, I actually think Lewis wins a world championship. If, so if Max didn't get ahead of him there, you, th- there were the two other straights. Though. But I still think Lewis, Lewis would have pushed his car to the limit. I think he caught Lewis off guard. Lewis ran so wide because he didn't expect Lewis it. wasn't expected. Lewis was running wide to get the really good exit into yeah. the next. So that's what I'm saying. If Lewis covered that, I think Lewis has enough experience to cover him off. But because Max is such a brilliant driver and he's... Will- and like, like we yeah, both yeah, said yeah, There this. was no DRS. There was no DRS. And we both said this. That was a qualifying lap. Soft tires for Max. Max is probably the best, in my opinion, not fact, one lap racer in the world in a Formula One. Give him one lap, I'd put my money on Max. It is crazy because had Lewis 
kind of like where maybe. was Max gonna where was Max gonna cover him? Because we saw how fast Lewis was then on the second two straights, even with the old tires. He well, he, was, he remember he had a slipstream, so slipstream. we can give him that. But at the same time, was he really gonna like even if you got a little ahead of Lewis, is he really conceding the outside to you? This is where I wish I had the ability to actually kind of put it on replay and have Max and Lewis side by side of me and be like, hey, well, tell me what's going through your mind here, Lewis, Max, and get them to talk. It would talk be cool if, if F1 actually did that because they don't do that, right? They don't do like, you know how like some sports do reviews? So like, Lewis, tell us, why did you do that? We'll say Max because it's a Max episode. But yeah. no, but I, I, I literally think if Max doesn't make that move, I think we're talking about a whole different season, but the season was still tarnished because FIA is just corrupt into yeah. making the most entertaining sport, not following the integrity of the sport. Um, just so you guys know, make sure you guys tap in to our favorite and only partner. Battlebox GP. If you didn't get your merch in time for Christmas, it's never too late. We are only, I guess... About to be about a month from winter testing. We just got to get through January. So we've got another crazy upcoming season. Get your F1 gear. Head over to Fanabox.com. Um, whether you're a Lewis fan, Max fan, you'll be able to find some merch over there. Yeah, you can find your f- merch at Fanabox. The only team you can't find there is Haas. I apologize about that for all our Haas fans. Yo, but Where's my guy going to ride? <laughs> He's in the scrap here. He's looking for his merch. <laughs> You know, my boy Gunther. But fanbox.com, we appreciate you guys. If you guys want to support the cause, please help support. Help support our pod. And the biggest thing is, not just for us or for Fanabox, for you guys. It is way easier to ship off of Fanabox to America or even Canada. Because I know you guys, most of our listeners are from North America. Shout out to everybody that's not from North America. It is only, what, $20 flat, Kurt? No, it's free if you spend over $160 to the States, right? Yeah, exactly. If you spend over $160, it's free. But otherwise, um, it's definitely a lot cheaper and a lot easier if you're in North America ordering from Fanabox. Yeah, and you know, sometimes duty fees come up. You know, there's a lot of stuff that happens. Overseas is a lot longer. Coming from the States a lot faster. Make sure you guys get hit up, go hit up Fanabox. Best place to get your merch. It's easy for you. It's out of North America. And... We're going to sign off with our last words of Max Verstappen. Any last words on this season? Max drove a perfect year, man. I mean... Close to perfect. <laughs> close to perfect. Uh, congratulations. You are the world champion. Um, I can say that. I'm not hurt. Max deserved to win. Nobody's hurt with you, Max. Over that. We, we all have our issues with the FIA after this. But, um, yeah, I hope, uh, I hope in 2022 we get a lot more Jadal laps from Max without the accident. For sure. And and let me put this on wax. Just so everybody knows, I actually do not want Max to hit a wall with high impact. Just want his engine to run out a little bit. That's it. <laughs> maybe, you know, the gearbox takes a little tweak. I just say 50 Gs in the wall because it's funny. But, you know, maybe two Gs into the wall where wheel, or wheel uh, breaks or steering rack breaks. But, um, yeah, I'll put that on wax. I wish Max all the luck in 2022, and I'll let you sign us up. And if you haven't had a chance to tap into our last episode with our first F1 driver on the pod, Mr. Guan Yu Joe, make sure you check it out. Um, we look forward to bringing you guys some more really cool interviews with some drivers and personnel in the new year. But ultimately, like Scott said, um, if you love this pod and you want more content, 
keep listening, keep sharing, keep rating. Um, it helps. It goes a long way. So we'll see you guys, um, I guess, next week. We'll see you guys next week. Or maybe we'll see them later on in the week. Yeah, I feel like... We'll hit you with Lewis this week. Listen, Christmas is over. It's time to put out more content. There's enough to talk about. We're bringing you the fastest... No, we'll hit you with Checo this week. Lewis, yeah. will, Lewis will be our new year. We'll, we'll hit, hit you with Checo, Checo this week. Just so you guys can help us out. Manifest Mr. David Crofty on the pod for us. And we'll see you guys later on this week. Peace.